0: Start to put tension on my string. Drawback, I was like, okay, yeah. I it. It's
1: him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in his own. let the arrow go. is perfect. Uh,
2: you when know, they lose their front shoulders, yeah, they start. Yeah, that's how you know Went about
1: five, ten more yards. He probably went twenty yards. we over, trying to get back up. I saw him fall over. We rushed forward him here. That night we got like 156 and something like that, and then the next day we came up 153 even. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors Podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors.
0: <clears throat> what is up, everybody? This is, I forgot, 78. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was seventy-seven last two week. after
1: the year of your truck.
0: Yes, two after the year of my truck. Um, what's up?
1: Me, Nick, and Tom are all here yeah, hanging Tom's out. Tom's back. Yeah, Tom decided. Glad to, to be back. Too. We f- fired him. Um, couldn't find a replacement, so we brought him back. Yeah, I'm somewhat happy to have you back. Yeah,
2: I heard ratings tanked last week. Is that what you they heard? Were, they were yeah. down. Uh, Everyone missed
1: you. Yeah, they did. We had so many people in the comments telling us they missed Tom. Yeah,
2: not surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. So this week, um, I'll be honest, feeling a little flustered right now. Uh, Tom and I are getting ready to leave for Gatlinburg, un-outdoor related. Um, apparently big-time bear country down there, so maybe maybe see some bears down there. Um, but Tom and I are heading to Gatlinburg in less 12 than 12 hours. hours less like, than 12. Like, actually, like nine hours. Nice. Um, Guys, there's, there's a d- deer out there. No way. Yeah. That's wild. Right outside the window. Uh, uh, yep, there is Definitely is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so in about nine hours, Tom and I are taking the nine-hour drive to Gatlinburg. Um, we were supposed to talk to Luke about some walleye fishing, um, but Luke's also going to Gatlinburg. Things just piled up and couldn't uh, couldn't make it tonight. So we're... Still going to crank out an episode, yeah, we're, though. Yeah, we're going improv a little bit. Um, I guess, first, let's hit with the big news... Um, Second annual White Cat Palooza huge is coming in, uh, so take a little time to talk about this, hype it up a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you messages guys... for deets. Yeah. Uh, so the White Cat Palooza is basically just a celebration of you people and us um, that we do once a year. So this is our second year doing uh, the White Cat Outdoors gig for everybody. Um, so this is the second annual White Cat Palooza. We do a huge weekend long just what are they? A Palooza is an exaggerated party, and that's exactly, that's exactly what it what is. It is. Um, we're running four smokers this year. I mean, there's going to be pork butts. There's going to be... And I'm sure there'll be some grills. Oh, yeah. Frying walleye up. There's gonna yeah, be there's going to be brisket. There's going to be smoked turkey. There's Pol- fresh pork. walleye. Oh, it, I mean, it's going to be insane. And if you're coming, um, feel free to bring a little side dish. Yeah, if you'd like to bring a side dish to... You got something special, you know, you and the wife like to make, whatever, bring it. Um, there's going to be tons of room for camping uh, yeah. that's we encourage camping because it's a weekend a whole weekend long event mm-hmm. um so i mean actually other than that too uh we got the cornhole tournament from made by modder he's putting on a huge cornhole tournament for us with some badass cornhole boards if you guys have yeah. been following along on the gram
0: mm-hmm.
1: they, they looked uh, sweet when luke yeah. sent us the picture. Dude, i was like oh I was man, like, oh, wow. man. Blew me out of the water. Yeah, um, Which, not surprised that Brad was able to deliver on that just mm-hmm. because I've seen some of the work he's done on some other cornhole boards. So... Yeah, so know. go check him out. Made by Modder. Check yeah. him out on Instagram. He makes some really sweet stuff. Yeah, the best cornhole boards I've ever seen. And yeah. with every purchase of cornhole boards, you get a premium set of bags. Yeah. Which, tell you what, not a whole lot of places are doing that. Yeah. Actually, I don't think anybody is. It's a real sweet deal. So... Tell you, it's pretty cool seeing our logo on something else, like besides our own merch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretty stoked about that. So, yeah. Definitely. Come on out, uh, play some cornhole, drink some beers, eat if some you're food. Yeah. Um, I mean, party starts one o'clock. So, it's actually last weekend of July. I guess we should probably throw yeah, that out there. July
0: 31st. Yeah. Is uh, Yeah, that's the
1: Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Last weekend of July. Um, one o'clock on Saturday. Come on out, set up your tents, uh, get registered for the cornhole tournament. Kicking that off about three o'clock. Party goes pretty much all night long. I think Tom and Jeremiah were up till four thirty, five o'clock last time. I-, I watched Jeremiah go to bed. I think I was like the last one. I, was oh, I think by Frank's the fire yeah, in Frank's still asleep, and yeah, long chair by the fire. It was a good time. Uh, walleye was cooked at one a.m. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Uh, Party never stops. It doesn't, and then you know what. We don't just, you don't just pack up your tent and leave in the morning. Breakfast yeah. in the morning. Breakfast, mimosas. And Bloody Marys. It, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. if you're a square like
0: Tom, you can have a Bloody Mary.
1: Uh, cross my fingers, might even be able to drink by the Palooza. So oh, man. Could, that'll could be could get wild.
0: That'll be real exciting. Three months sober. Did you and you're
1: afraid then... of relapsing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> just one sip and you're back to your old ways. Yeah. Could be. Right back into the hospital. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's... You like said it, it's a huge party. I mean, free free white cat koozies. I forgot about that. There's just yeah. so many good things that go on with the Palooza that I just it's hard to hit them all without having them in front of me. So yeah. it's going to um, be a good time. These are limited edition koozies that you cannot get anywhere but the Palooza. Yeah, I want to make that clear. Like you can't just order these online. You can't you have to be at the Palooza? Yeah, um, collect them all. So <laughs> be different ones every single year. Mm-hmm but uh yeah just like tom said messages it's gonna be like second, second annual, annual third, third annual, annual. no 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 we're switching up colors um oh getting yeah, real wild getting crazy i was thinking maybe you know five year anniversary we might be doing some like those real thick foam ones cool. you know the old style yeah. ones those are pretty dope those are really sweet so uh actually they're also going to be uh our sponsor nt brewing uh they're providing a ton of beer perfect um so that's pretty wild i Heard that they're maybe going to be doing a special batch of summer shandy for the party. I'm excited for that. Yeah. There's just a lot of good shit going on for that party, and we would love it if you guys would join us. So, message us for the deets. Uh, It's up in Northwest PA. Uh, When you message us, we'll give you the exact coordinates. We don't like giving those out on the podcast. Yeah. So, other than that, uh, we will jump into the meat of the podcast, which is food plotting because that should be, I say, should be in full swing right now for everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're I playing food most plots. people probably have them already, like done. Yeah. Done. But there's also a few, like if you're doing late season yeah. food plots um, and I guess this is kind of like a lesson learned kind of mm-hmm. episode on food plots. Cause I think me and Tom and you learned quite a bit this year when it comes to food plotting because we, I think we really stepped up our game when it comes to, yeah, we definitely food. did a lot more this year. Um, I mean, nearly 10 acres of food plots this year mm-hmm. versus, I mean, probably I mean, two, like two. Three. Right? I, mean, we, I mean, a new piece of equipment really helped with that. Um, yeah. The mule really sped things up. Um, but I guess I want to turn it over to Tom here. He's been pretty quiet. Uh, he came up with a beautiful idea for spreading fertilizer for all you guys that hate spreading fertilizer. Tom made it enjoyable.
0: And you don't have the money to buy like an actual broadcast Spreader, yeah. for the back of a tractor.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you can't afford a Whirly Bird, this is for you. So I
2: got this idea after I spread four bags of lime in a food plot, and
1: more than that, Tom, we had already done other food plots. Well, I get okay. Year. Oh, this yeah, this year. So years of spreading yeah. fertilizer and lime. Yeah, I mean
2: we're spreading it in like freshly rototilled dirt with so those
1: nice plastic wheels. Yeah,
2: and it just it gets hung up the wheels quit spinning you end up tipping your spreader over and it's just a mess and we got a mule
1: money dressing money missing off the dresser and your daughter's not i've seen it <laughs> i've seen times. it a hundred times <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i spread four bags of fertilizer the old school way
2: i'm sorry lime. and i'm like this sucks like i don't want to do this anymore mm. and i'm looking at this pile of 16 bags of fertilizer that i have to <laughs> spread and i'm like no not doing it. This isn't going to happen. And, like, you ever get like an idea where you're like, this if this works work. out, it's going to be great. But, <laughs> but odds are. I'm certain it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. This was one of those ideas. And I'm like, Nick, we're going to try something. I'm just going to grab a hold of the spreader, sit on the tailgate of the mule backwards, hold the lever, and you're just going to drive me around the food plot and we're going to spread fertilizer that way. And he's like, We'll give it a try. I don't know if it's going to work. Well, it worked and it worked beautifully. Yeah, we did it a lot. Yeah.
0: And it literally, the food plots up in Climber, it cut us from like three days of food plotting to half
1: a day. Yeah, we used to have to make it a two weekend deal. Yeah. You know, we'd go up Friday, two weekends in a row, and do it. And like you said, we were. Done and in, we doubled in half a day. the
2: amount of food we did in Climber this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We um, went from two food plots to seven. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So. Any, I mean if you have a four-wheeler tractor side-by-side or have a buddy or neighbor somebody somebody you know has either a four-wheeler or a side-by-side and you yeah. can get the job done way faster. Um, yeah, those little hand spreaders, they're cheap, yeah. but they they I mean it's they're meant for grass like spreading grass yeah. seed basically is what they're for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if
2: you follow our Instagram, you saw the video. You know how yeah. it's done. <laughs> yeah. Works out great. I was pretty happy with that. And when it actually worked, I was like, "Man, this doesn't happen." all the time <laughs> my only complaint is that you can only put one 50 pound bag in at a time but i mean it's
1: really not that big of a deal because we just loaded up the bed with a bunch of fertilizer and you just dump it in when you're done it, mm-hmm. i mean like you said you're saving so much time it's yeah. ridiculous kind of makes it worth it to have to stop every 50 pounds mm-hmm. um yeah so thank you for that little tip there um one new thing So I guess I should back up a little bit. Tom and I and Frank, all three of us have had aspirations for corn up at the headquarters for quite some time. Um, Way back early, I think maybe even before we were really hunting up there, there was corn in in the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the neighbors used to farm our property up there and he had put corn up there a long time ago. But for the past 10 years, at least, it's just, they've been cutting hay. They haven't even been reseeding or anything. It's just been... It's just cutting the weeds. Yeah, basically, just basically, I think it was just bedding for the cows. Um, and so this was two years ago. No, last year. No, it was two years ago, I thought. When did it start, Tom? It was two years ago because last year we had the beans. So, two- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two years ago, we talked to that farmer. We said, hey, that was when me and Tom uh, got the property. Yeah. We had said, hey, you know, we know you've been farming this property for quite some time. You know, we've just become new owners of this. We're really looking to get some corn up here. Wanted to work through you first. And, yeah, since uh, he's already there. Yeah. Uh, you know, would you be interested in planting some corn? We weren't even going to charge them. Yeah we, yeah, we didn't want any money. You know, typically people, you have to pay per acre. Yeah, the
2: farmers or yeah, landowners lease their land to the farmers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were like, hey, we don't even want any money. We just want you to plant corn there, leave a few rows down at the bottom, call it a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He said you know what i got you that's a great idea we can totally do that and i was perfect yeah uh tom put me in charge of this job by the way that'll come in Yeah, definitely will come Uh, (laughs) so i told tom i said hey you know i just get things done we got corn it's gonna be great a little bit of a wet spring uh guy let me know hey you know it's a little wet corn's gonna be put in a little late this year don't worry we're gonna get you some corn no problem, buddy. Hey, I I believe in you. You know, we're <laughs> holding Nick's on strong. Guy. Yeah. And then uh, weeks go by. Mind
2: you, before all of this, I told Nick, I said, Nick, he ain't planting corn. And Nick's like, oh, he said he was. And I'm like, no, he's just going to use this land, try he's and milk it get for one more what year he can. And, and, yeah, try and get his last year of hay. And then that's going to be it. And Nick's like, oh, no,
1: he's planting corn. Hey, you got to give the guy a benefit of the doubt. Anyways, <laughs> weeks go by maybe a month goes by and all the corn on other properties is starting to pop through the ground. Send over a little text to my buddy and say, Hey, noticed uh, you haven't even turned up the ground. Yeah, he, yet. he said, it's pretty wet back there. <laughs> said, you know, every other field's got corn already growing. Uh, and at this point I was starting to realize that we were not going to get corn. <laughs> and I had admitted defeat to Tom, uh, Tom, he, I really had to eat it for about a year, I think uh, up until st- next planting season. I was, yeah, yeah. It was. And so first year, no corn. Second year, Tom and I, we did quite a bit of driving around to every other farmer in the area. Uh, we used Onyx heavily for that, went on some wild goose chases trying to get a hold of actual yeah, landowners. Anyways, for whatever reason, couldn't get anybody that was interested in planting corn. So well,
2: where we're at, we had like... Probably twenty acres worth of land, looking to plant. We were just going to do our whole field corn at that point or at that time. And I guess for them, when they have fields that are two, three hundred acres, twenty acres, why waste time to plant this
1: little twenty-acre field?
0: Yeah, yeah. So not worth them driving a combine and a planter over.
1: Yeah. So Tom came up with the bright idea that he's going to plant beans instead.
2: No, that's not how it happened. I was going to plant corn. And I go to the co-op, and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have any corn. We're all sold out. And I'm like, well, you have any beans? And they're like, well, kind <laughs> Kinda. of. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, we have last year's beans that aren't inoculated, but they, they'll they work fine. They'll work fine. I'm like, okay. It was like 25 bucks for a 50-pound bag. Normally, they're a lot more than that. But I'm mm. like, Hell. can't go wrong. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Good deal. How much did he say they were? It was like
1: twenty-five bucks. Yeah, I was to say, typically soybeans. It's just in case you're not aware, it's usually about seventy for seed soybeans. Yeah. So I was
2: like a third of the price. Guy said it's gonna work great.
1: Tom put to it. That was rock. Tom's guy. You know yeah. yeah.
2: We were we were besties. We were snapchatting and stuff. But <laughs> anyway, we go up to plant and I open the bag. And half these things are like cracked in half. There's like weeds in it and still like some stalks. There's actually quite a few corn kernels in there too. (laughs) And I'm looking at I'm like, this just just ain't going to fly. Your your boy hosed you. Yeah. So our Snapchat streak ended shortly thereafter. (laughs) Um, Planted the seeds and they actually came up really nice and yeah, okay. uh, I'm, I'm telling you you guys weren't there but <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you were there at the end but i went up there and my beans were looking pretty full they were about six inches tall and i'm like okay we're getting somewhere this is gonna be all right and then i go up like two weeks later and it looks that's like, when everybody came yeah up. mind and, you tom
1: didn't document take any pictures of this six inch tall soybeans yeah it looked like somebody
2: brush hogged it
1: yeah, it was there was like, they looked like grass. There it was, was no like beans.
2: two inches tall, and the grass was starting to fill in. <laughs> and <laughs> next thing you know, grass is overpowering the soybeans. Uh, I tried to spray it, killed all the grass, but the beans—they just didn't really grow. After that, I don't know what the hell happened.
1: Yeah, uh, Tom bought some magic beans, and no beanstalks grew. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: hey, why well, we have the Jack and the Beanstalk stand. Yeah, yeah. but they ate the
1: crap out of the leaves that grew so yeah so here we are year three of wanting corn badly and uh my grandpa actually spent all last winter he got a hold of this old two row corn planter spent all winter long restoring it bringing our brick back to good as new um got everything ready to go he planted over he planted his house my uncle's house and then we were up in climber planting our field uh, we found out after planting 42 rows of corn that the plates were a little too small for the kernels we were using. So the problem is we didn't know this for sure until weeks later and corn started to come up, but it was spotty, very, very spotty. So by the time we realized it was too late or that we didn't have enough corn growing in the food plot, we had to replant ours, but my grandpa had already replanted his. And my Uncle Kevin already replanted his, and me and Tom were left with, you know, about eight rows worth of corn out of 42 that we mm. wanted. We'd already spread all of our fertilizer, everything. So we put that corn in, um, and now, like I said, we're leaving for Nash or Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. same state. Close uh, enough. So we have to plant all of the rest of our corn. Luckily, this time, I went back to the co-op. They had fresh corn this year's corn. Oh, man. You know, none of that. Non-oculated crap that Tom <laughs> bought last year. um This is good corn, ninety day, coming up, ready to go. So you plant it, you know, end of June, it's ready, end of September. Yeah, it's gonna be
2: glorious. great time for deer. It's gonna season. be perfect. Yeah. um One little. But
0: what you you, you brought up the corn thing because you were you wanted to bring up one specific thing about like broadcasting.
1: Yes. So in our research of planting corn and. It's a pain because you know it's it's like 45 minutes to trailer the corn planter and the tractor and everything up there to do the corn, um, and with my grandpa planting all his stuff, my uncle doing his, like it's just it's hard to hit everything at the right yeah. time, um, logistics-wise, and with weather as spotty as it can be in this area, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never um, know when you're going to be able to plant.
1: Tom and I were talking, I think on the the other day we were on the way out somewhere, and I had mentioned that I had heard back a while ago that you could broadcast corn tom said no no you can't um but when you said it earlier i was like that doesn't really sound like a phenomenal like i'm sure it'll grow but so tom and i hit to um mr farmer google and (laughs) he says you can uh broadcast corn the reason that it's planted in rows is to make harvesting easier Mm -hmm. um now we don't have any experience with this so i can't say that it works or not uh, my biggest concern is making sure that your corn is properly spaced um, so it grows good ears, mm. but not so far that it looks spotty yeah um, I don't know how like sensitive they are. I've mm-hmm. seen corn fields that got planted too close and they don't grow ears, but I don't mm-hmm. know you know I know that you're supposed to be what like five six inches apart, four to six ish Tom. Mm. That about right? Yeah, I know some people for like planting them for
2: deer hunting will plant them even as far as like 10 to 12 inches apart. They
1: get a lot bigger ears. Mm. Well, so what I'm getting at is like I wonder how if if you – okay, so if you can do it from 4 to 6 or out to 10 to 12, I think broadcasting should be just fine. Um, I guess that would depend on how you're
0: broadcasting. If you get them too close, then you might Yeah, so I I think
1: it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. yeah. Um, but something we're going to play with next year, Mm -hmm. um, in a smaller plot that we, we actually, we have one plot that we don't hunt. It's more just for looks up by, um, the barn that we just kind of observe, Mm -hmm. give the deer a little safe space. We're going to attempt to broadcast some corn there. Um, I I would do like a broadcast it differently in like two different spots
0: in the plot just to see how it grows. Like if you open it way up through this half acre Mm -hmm. and then close it down for this half acre, however big the plot is. Yeah,
1: we could do that for sure. Um, But I do want, if anybody's got any experience with this, I'd love to hear about it just Mm -hmm. because I'm curious because it would save a ton of time. Before you
0: waste a bunch of corn.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that, yeah, because corn's $170 a bag. Yeah. Um, The other thing that's, uh, Tom and I have tossed around the idea of buying a corn planter. So, Mm that would save us a ton of money if it could be successfully broadcasted. Yeah. Cause we've got a little seed spreader that works wonderfully. And I think that was like 40 bucks. Yeah. So a
0: lot cheaper than a planter.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I was already shopping for a corn planter and a one that needs work is like a grand Yeah, and to get one ready to rock, it seems like they're three to five. It's mm. like, ugh, yikes. So, mm-hmm Other than that, I think... um, I bet
2: that's just because right now we're looking in the heart of planting season. You look at... Yeah, in December. December could be right. I know I am.
1: All right. He's a salesman. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, Sell me this pen. (laughs) (laughs) That was the middle finger for all (laughs) you listeners. (laughs) Um, Other than that, I think that's about it for... I mean... Our radishes and turnips are already starting to come in. The radishes are really taking off. Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. Nice. Um, little update on the radish field. Saw a bear up, a, up on Climber already. Nice. Um, every year we see bears. This one's littler than the one I saw last year. This was not even 100 pounds. Probably closer to 80. Nice. 60 to 80 pounds. Just a little guy.
0: Well, maybe he'll hang around. Or we did plant maybe, some berry bushes for him.
1: Maybe mom's around there, too. Yeah. But it was really neat to see... I saw one bear last year. We've had him on camera every year, um, mm-hmm. but it was neat. I was with Tom and his girlfriend up there. I was like, hey, there's a bear up there. And he was we were like 40 yards from out in the food plot. It was pretty neat. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much wraps it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Apologize for a shorter podcast, but like you said, we were kind of not really prepared. And yeah. You guys
0: are about to leave, so.
1: But, I mean, we've had recommendations for some people want them, these like quick... Snappy podcast, so mm-hmm. maybe pe- yeah, fifteen minutes. Gotta shorten it up. <laughs> shorten now, it we're up. Actually, a little bit over the fifteen minute mark. But I wow. guess here's a little taste of that. A little bit shorter than usual, not quite fifteen minutes. But if that's something you're into, if that trips your trigger, let us know. Maybe we'll start dicing them up a little bit and just quick, bam, bam, bam. A little different flavor for you. yeah uh, It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, everybody enjoy your weeks. Um, get your food pots in and. Make sure you guys are all getting outside.